guys. Welcome back to Range Talk. I'm Cody Lawler, and I'm your host. Thank you guys for tuning back in. I appreciate all of your support. It's incredible. Before we get started, I want to ask you all to do a favor. If you learn anything from the show or you enjoy it, please go on to iTunes, give us a five-star, and leave a small review. Like I said last time, this is the best way to help grow the show and move us up the charts. Unfortunately, the algorithm does not care how many of you listen or for how long. It only cares about the reviews. All right, so as you already know from the title, in this week's episode, we are going to discuss what are the most important and the most practical AR-15 upgrades slash accessories. There's a ton of guys online posing for the gram with accessories and gear that the average person will never need or even be able to afford. Today, I want to go over a basics list that everybody should have. I understand that everybody will have a different need or opinion on these accessories, but for argument's sake today, we're just going to assume that you're starting fresh You want to build an all-around good rifle for self-defense, target shooting, home defense, end-of-the-world stuff like zombies and all that cool stuff, and so on. The exact brands that I'm going to cover are the best in my opinion through years and years of use, but there are many other options that you can try if you so wish to. So with that, let's dive in. The first and most important accessory is your weapon sight. What good is a gun if you can't aim it and hit the intended target? In the long-range shooting world, there's a rule of thumb that says your rifle optic should cost twice as much as your rifle. Now, this isn't the rule for AR-15s, but the sentiment is still the same. Don't cheap out on your optics. A rifle is only as good as the optic attached. You can buy a $10,000 rifle, but if you put a $10 sight on it, it's going to shoot like a $10 rifle. For my everyday guns that I keep with me, like my short barrel rifle, my pistol, whatever, I prefer to have an EOTech holographic sight. These run about $600. This sight allows me to keep both of my eyes open while using it, and that allows me to have more peripheral vision, which allows me to identify threats coming my way from a wider angle, and it also allows me to have quicker target acquisition and transitions between targets. These sights are extremely durable. Even if the sight window gets partially shattered or obstructed with something like mud, it will continue to work and be accurate. The reticle will actually move away from the debris or the crack and get you back aligned on target. EOTech offers sights with two different battery types. One type uses two AA's, which are cheap and easy to find, and the other type uses one CR123 which are expensive and harder to find. The AA model has a longer battery life, about 2,500 hours, as compared to the CR123 model, which has a battery life of about 1,000 hours. The CR123 model is smaller and more compact, which saves rail space, as opposed to the AA model, which is a lot bigger. Even though the CR123 model has a smaller battery life, I don't mind just carrying a spare battery in the grip compartment. So I personally prefer to use the smaller CR123 model, but I own both of them and they're both great. There are two model heights, absolute co-witness, which is the shorter of the two, which lines up directly with your backup iron sights. And then there is lower third co-witness, which is a taller sight that the backup sights sit in the lower part of the sight underneath the reticle. 
Lower third sights are better for night vision and also allow the sight to see over IR lasers. But for the average person with folding backup sights, the absolute co-witness is probably a better choice and it has a lower profile than the other option. If you're wanting um, something with magnification abilities, EOTech does sell magnifiers that are used in conjunction with the site to give you a magnified sight picture. All right, the second most important accessory for your rifle is a light. Half of the day is dark, and unfortunately, bad guys aren't afraid of the dark. What good is a gun or a great sight if you can't see or identify your target to begin with? We have the ability to turn nighttime into daytime, so let's take advantage of it. There are a ton of options for lights out there, but personally, I prefer to use Surefire products or even Streamlight. The Surefire products are more on the expensive side, but they're well worth every penny. They're virtually indestructible, and they're very bright. I personally like the Surefire M640DF. The DF stands for Dual Fuel. This light can use two CR123 batteries at 1,200 lumens or one of their rechargeable lithium-ion batteries at 1,500 lumens. Now, I mount my weapon lights on the right side of the rail, and I use a pressure pad that's attached to the top of the rail. With the pressure pad in this position, I can activate it with my thumb when I hold my hand in a C-clamp position. I like pressure pads that only provide power to the light while my thumb is applying pressure, because I typically never use the constant feature of a pressure pad, but it's also nice to have as an option. So the pads that offer momentary light and constant light are a great option. If you start looking for lights online, you're bound to come across Olight brand lights. These look very similar to Surefire lights, and they may even advertise similar specs, if not better performance for half the price. But please beware. These are cheap Chinese knockoffs designed to mimic Surefire products. I would not trust my life or my family's life to these knockoff lights. It's worth the extra $100 for a good quality and highly tested product. All right. So the third most important accessory is a good sling. Guys, a good sling is relatively inexpensive and it's extremely important if you ever need to carry the gun for more than a few minutes. Let's say that the zombies come or civilization falls and you need to get out of dodge. You're going to need a sling to support the weight of that rifle and free up your hands to perform normal tasks. There are two basic types of slings, a two-point sling and a single point. A two-point sling attaches to the firearm in two spots usually at the stock or right behind the grip and somewhere on the rail. A single point sling only attaches to the firearm in one spot, usually right behind the grip. For me, I prefer a two point sling. A two point sling is more versatile, easier to use, controls the firearm better and allows me to put it on and take it off much faster. Since the sling is attached in two places, it also has a more stable hold on the gun. For example, with a two-point sling, I can spin the gun behind me, tighten the sling down, and perform most normal tasks without the gun interfering too much. But if I have a single-point sling and I try to do something without holding the gun, it's going to flop all over the place. When I buy a sling, I look for two main attributes. Number one, does it have QD, quick detach clips, for easier attaching and detaching? And number two, 
does it have a fast adjustment system to quickly adjust the tightness of the sling? There's a ton of great companies selling slings. I have a few different brands, but the one that I like the most is Magpul's MS1 QDM sling. This one has everything I need, and it's super affordable. These three accessories are the most important, and if you only had these three, you would have a great rifle. These are the base of the rifle, the foundation. But after these three, you can add a number of other things. I prefer to run backup iron sights on my guns in case my main optic ever fails. I go pretty cheap with these. I go with the Magpul backup sights. They're very inexpensive. They're made of polymer. They're super reliable, nice, light, great backup sights. Another accessory I love to have is a very short vertical foregrip. I don't hold it with my hands, but rather I wrap my hand around the rail in a C-clamp formation and use the vertical foregrip as a stop for my hand to rest against and help me pull the firearm more into my shoulder. For this, I like Bravo Company's Mod 3 grip. It's really cheap, real short, exactly what I'm looking for. I also like to have a nice ambidextrous charging handle. You definitely don't need one, but it's something that I personally like to have. Bravo Company has a few nice cheaper ones, and I also really like the Radiant Arms charging handles, but they are comparatively more expensive. Aftermarket stocks and grips are cool, but I personally don't like to spend my money on them. If I do buy a stock or a grip, I just buy cheaper Magpul products. They're cheap, but they're great quality. I would rather save my money on these items and buy ammo or spend it on training. So that covers everything for your average rifle. You can get fancy. You can have IR lasers, fancy triggers, two lights, coffee pot, time machine, whatever accessory you can manage to fit on that rifle. But if it's not something that you actually need, all you're doing is wasting your time and your money, adding weight and making your firearm more complicated than it needs to be. Invest in the parts that matter and spend the rest of your money on ammo or training. It doesn't matter how good your gun is if you don't know how to use it properly. All right, guys, that's it for this week's episode. If you have any questions or you want me to go over something in more depth, please reach out to our Instagram page, Range Talk. I'll have pictures and videos covering episode topics, training, gear, and much more on this page. Until next time, guys, thank you for listening. Don't forget to get your training in this week, and I'll see you next week. Later. Later.